everybody, Matt Mentley with the Wisconsin Sports Show. It is April 13th, 2022. We got opening week. We got opening days of stadiums. We got NBA playoff playing games, the whole shlebangabang. Thanks for tuning in. These are all of your Wisconsin pro sports takes in 20 minutes or less, or your delicious calcium enriched mozzarella from Wisconsin is free. Mm. I'm just going to go maybe through all the cheeses. I won't go through all the cheeses. I promise that. I, I Mozzarella, though, we really love our mozz in Wisconsin. I was just thinking the other day, I was eyeing up some mozzarella cheese and I was like, man... Us Wisconsin people, we'll we'll just throw that on a salad. Not a not a popular salad cheese, I must say. But I love it. So, anyways, enough about food. This is going to be some pro sports talk. So we are going to begin with the season that began. The Milwaukee Brewers. We're going to take me out to the ball game here. The first week. And all subsequent weeks, we play a little game called, Did the Brewers Score Any Fucking Runs? And the answer is, for the most part, and when they didn't, they really didn't. (laughs) So, we we are a week in, six games completed, two shutouts, two shutouts out of six, so... A third of the games have been shutouts. Alarming question mark? <laughs> I mean, one of them they lost 9-0. Uh, it's all it's nice to get the to get the goose egg when you get crushed anyways. Uh, but they lost 2-0 to the Orioles. That's not good. That's not good. You'd like to score three runs against the Orioles and win that series, but Oh, it's gonna it, it's it's a possible struggle here. Bright spots though. Come on, folks. You know me. I'm a rosy guy. I live in Southern California now. Let's look at some positives here. Christian Yellick, I think, listens to the podcast. Uh no one can refute this, so I'm gonna just uh say it's true. So he has been listening. He's been getting on base. Exactly what I was saying. Ditch the home runs. Get on base. Be our best hitter. I can see him being our best hitter, not our best power hitter. So I am enjoying the back-to-back Willie Adamas and Christian Yellick uh, back-to-back hitters there. That is really working. That's a solid combo. So... uh, I'm going to make, because Christian Yellick listens to this podcast and he listened to me and my advice, of course, I'm giving him the Wisconsin Sports Person of the Week. Geek, 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 geek. Thank you to Christian Yellick for listening to me. Uh, he has also gotten on base every single game. Well, except for the first, the first one and this last one. I'm recording this right after the Brewers win against the Orioles. To close out that series, I guess they did win it. They could have swept it if they would have done better on that Monday game. But here we are. 
the Milwaukee Brewers at a very familiar uh, 500 record, three and three. But I'm liking Yellick getting on base here. No home runs either through six. And so, yeah, if we can just find a little pop in the bats, Christian is, I say move him up to the lead spot. I say Christian Yellick hit first. They're messing around with Colton Wong again. Listen, Colton is a good defensive player. His bat hasn't been very good here recently. So I don't necessarily like him leading it off. They're messing around with McCutcheon, the new DH. Watch, watched McCutcheon. They got leading it off. I don't like that either. Put Christian in the leadoff spot. Christian, I know you listen to this. And so put in the good word. <laughs> you need to be leading off. So that is the break. I mean, it's too early to really say anything, right? Williams had a poor game here, a really poor game, but he had a good first. Two. Actually, he had a wonky second <laughs> as well against the Orioles. He walked two, gave up a hit. It was bases loaded, but he got out of it with three strikeouts because that's the world we live in now. Now, uh, so it's again, it's just too early. I mean, again, today, Hater, Hater still looks great. Burns had an okay opening day, but he bounced back. Uh, pitching today went seven, scoreless. Williams almost blew it. So it's, yeah, again, much too early. Uh, but I know Christian Yellick is listening to this because he is doing what I'm saying and he is getting on base. So I'm very happy about that. And like I said, the Adam I like the Adamus Yellick thing. And if Hunter Renfro can be a good cleanup hitter, I do think that's going to be, you know, go, go Yellick, go Yellick and Adamus one and two. Move McCutcheon, move washed McCutcheon, and, and possibly with a bat, uh, washed Colton Wong a little further down. So anything else about the Brewers? Let's see. Let's see what they have coming up on the sketch. Uh, ooh, it is more division rivals. I really, by the way, I do like, because I'm, I am over 40 now, unfortunately, I do remember when the Milwaukee Brewers played in the American League. So there is this weird feeling I get of happiness. <laughs> we all need to derive happiness out of somewhere, folks. But uh, watching them play the Orioles today, uh, it was kind of like, wow, it's it's fun. Because I, I actually remember Brewers-Orioles quite a bit when I was growing up. And so it's kind of, it's weird uh, that they haven't played. I guess it's weird that they haven't played that team in Baltimore in six years or whatever. So they really, the interleague play kind of weirded it all up, but it was nice to see Milwaukee Brewers, Baltimore Orioles, weirdly of my youth, uh, an AL matchup that people paid attention to. Anyways, so I think that is about, yeah, so division rivals, the hated, the hated St. Louis Cardinals. Boo, boo. Uh, we are opening day of Miller Park. 
uh, is tomorrow afternoon, of course. Uh, pretty late this year, pretty late. And so that is going to be uh, a four-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals. So, you know, all important. Always important against St. Louis. And then fellow division rivals, Pittsburgh, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They have packed the games in, folks. <laughs> baseball was always maybe a couple days off per month, but they have really, I mean, they, they got to get these that week or two that got canceled in there. All right. So is that all that I had? Zimity Duda, Zimity A. My, oh my, what a wonderful day. That is all I had in the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's move on to the playoffs the nba playoffs are heating up i'm enjoying the play-in games you guys it's fun a one and done done by professionals and not amateurs that miss 75 75 percent of their shots uh and is almost worse than G League uh, players at this point. No, it's it's fun to see a one-game knockout. We all have game sevens, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's it's been a fun wrinkle to what usually isn't really all that fun, the seventh and eighth seed. So how does all this seeding uh, pertain to the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, as I'm sure you've all heard or even feel, I don't know. Let, let me unpack this for a second. Did the Bucks tank to get to the third seed? Some people say yes. Some people say no. I lean no. I don't. I honestly don't think the Bucks care. I I don't think Giannis cares, and therefore, since Giannis makes all the uh, decisions, I think that they wouldn't do that. That is out of character for them. Okay. So, the last three games, so it was a back-to-back, I forgot what the first game and the three game were, it doesn't matter, the, what matters was the next night of the back-to-back, they played the Detroit Pistons. Now, I was assuming that Giannis would sit for this game, typically they don't play everyone on a back-to-back, so... To my surprise, I see that Giannis is playing that game against Detroit. By the way, Detroit's pretty bad. Not even in the playoff game. Pretty shitty team. We probably could have trounced him without Giannis. So skip to then a couple. Well, it was one night off. And then it was the Sunday games. Is that how it went? Yeah. So, again... I thought they would bench Giannis for Detroit and then start him in the final game, and they end up not doing that. It was all scrubs in this final fucking game. Uh, can I at least say I don't think they cared? Or you know what? That's gonna be that is gonna be where I land. I don't necessarily think they really cared which. Of the seeds they got. If they played Boston or if they played the Nets, they played the Nets. I mean, look at how it shaked out. The Celtics could have lost that game, thrown that game. It, it, 
I don't, I don't think it's this big conspiracy like people make it out to be. <laughs> I think that they played their guys. The only, the only thing is, I will give this one point to counter my point. Slightly, slightly, slightly. Yeah, why don't you... <laughs> why don't you sit Giannis in, in that Detroit game on a back-to-back? I think that they did it so that they, they could tell Giannis, like, no, you played that back-to-back the other day. I mean, Giannis can play if he wants to fucking play, right? So I... I you know, time management, load management, blah, blah, blah. It's been talked about for a zillion years already. So, I don't know. All I know is the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be kicking the shit out of the Chicago Bulls. Uh, and that, like, I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't. I think the Bucks were like, hey, we're in the best position. Either we get the two seed and we are literally the second best in this conference. We we get all, you know, game sevens are at home, you know, until unless one team, blah, blah, blah. Or we drop one spot and we get to kick the shit out of the Chicago Bulls uh, who have been dealing with injuries, dealing with injuries, but are not very good against good teams. So I'm cool with it. I'm excited. I am ready to bring it on. It's obviously the matchup is way better than the Nets, even though I will say I am not as scared in the Nets as I, I, I don't think they're as good as last year and the Bucks still beat them last year. So that's my, that is my Nets take. I mean, we might, we we might play them in the playoffs. We, we we shall see, but I just don't think the Milwaukee Bucks really cared which seed they were that. So as we roll into the playoffs, we we've gone over what I think the rotation is. I think it looks good. I think hopefully in a perfect world we don't see that much of Ibaka unless it's garbage time because uh, they're up by so much. Uh, I do think it's. You know, it's Connie. Uh, they'll probably throw George Hill in there. Obviously, Portis, who would have been the sixth man of the year if Brooke Lopez wasn't hurt so much. And, yeah, it'll, it will, they got their guys. Everybody's healthy. We say with a knock on wood, as they say. And I'm ready to fucking rock and roll here. I'm ready for some NBA, NBA playoffs. I, I went through who I was scared on last week, and they're really, I'm feeling good about just about everybody. My only scared team that I had, which I didn't have enough time to talk about, was the Miami Heat. But there's holes in these motherfuckers as well. There was a big article that came out. On The Athletic, listen, I didn't read it. I will always cop if I didn't read something, okay? I I got the gist of it, but it is sounding like, and this is no surprise from a guy who was yelling at his coach in a very weird, awkward way a couple weeks ago, but Jimmy Butler seems like he's out the door if they have a bad playoff experience. So... There's a lot of tension going on with that team. 
good team. Maybe the tension propels them. If you ever read the Jordan Rules book, you should. It's very interesting. But sometimes tension gets the job done. But it just doesn't seem like that's the case for the Miami Heat. I don't think that they have the mental fortitude that the 90s Bulls teams had, uh, nor uh, the level of talent. So I'm not... I'm not super scared of the Heat because as we've learned as Bucks fans in the past, folks, you can be a number one seed and it really doesn't mean jack fucking shit in the end. <laughs> it's whoever turns it on to the playoffs and it's the freaking playoffs now and it is time for the Bucks. I mean, they've been off and on these last couple weeks. They had that nice run a few weeks ago, but... I, they're not going in as freaking hot as they were last year. I will say that. Now, again, they do get this nice warm-up round against the Bulls, who they have owned all season long. But again, go down the list. I mean, Cleveland, Atlanta, they have that other playoff. I'm not, I'm not scared of either one of those. Boston, if they can get back to full health, I might put Boston back in the I'm scared of them. If they get back to full health because of the defense, you're going to beat this team by stopping Giannis, and that's it. It's, it's, I'd love to make it more complicated than that, but it ain't. And Boston has the tools to do that. So... I would leapfrog. Actually, I would say it's Boston right now that leads the I'm worried about index uh, for me for now. I, I'm spacing on who? Oh, Philly. I, I mean, Toronto might beat Philly. So <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. Instead, uh, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Again, not afraid of the Sixers either, so it's really Boston. If they can get healthy, they have the defense, and that is possibly a second-round matchup for the boys. So we'll see how that turns out. What else did I have? Bulls, Miami Heat issue. Yeah, they're, they're having some rough stuff there, and I think that is it. Folks, no Packers stuff. Uh, the draft is two weeks away. We'll look at it when the draft comes up. We haven't heard from Rodgers. I'm assuming Rodgers is going to have some sort of big opinion uh, up around draft weekend. So we got uh, about a week or two of silence from that. Uh, so that's nice. So that buys you the extra minute, folks. I can sign off early. You've done your homework. Good job. And make sure. I mean, when it's playoff time, I'm just ready to rock and roll, baby. It's playoff time. It is opening day at Miller Park slash County Stadium. So I'll give you this, folks. You know what to do, and that is enjoy those.